Live from NextGen Studios, this is The Sports Page. Happy Saturday and a Merry Christmas to all of our listeners out there. And thanks for listening to this special edition of The Sports Page. I'm Ashton Nix with Chris Robb joining you on the special holiday. Uh, what's going on, Chris? Doing good, man. How you doing? Just uh, enjoying the holidays and uh, hope everything's going well for you. Yeah, a lot of putting gifts together. I have a eight-year-old and a soon-to-be four-year-old son, so there's a lot of a lot of that going on. And then my son's birthday's next week on January third. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, yeah. pretty busy. Huh? Yeah, a lot of uh, deciding what gifts are for Christmas in order for his birthday, and you know, we yeah, host, my... we host my wife's family on Christmas Eve, and then. Uh, we have his birthday party next week and it's, it's a lot of fun craziness. Yeah. Uh, my brother's like that. My brother's, uh, birthday is the 27. So it's, uh, it's, it's back to back, you know, with him. So, um, but you know, it's, it's all good, you know, getting them gifts and everything. So it's, it's, it's been pretty good time. So, yeah, like we said before, this is a fun time of year, not just only because of holidays and everything that comes with holidays, but, a lot of sports going on, a lot of different things going on, uh, bowl games going on, bowl games getting canceled uh, because yeah. of COVID. You know, uh, it's not quite to the level it was last year, I guess, but it's it's still completely different. Where not only our sports are going on, it's not like it was canceled like last year, but it's kind of who's going to miss, who's not going to miss, who's you know what games are going to happen. Um, NHL said they're going to pause their season for a few days while the NBA is saying, no, we're going for our Christmas day games. Although Luca's out and a few other players are out and right. And it's, it's just kind of crazy knowing what, uh, what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, it was easier just knowing, okay, sports are canceled, you know, last year, but just nothing mm-hmm. was going on. And then now we're not sure if things are going to slow down, speed up, uh, the, NFL is just, you know, covered with COVID, but they kind of changed their rules a little bit on testing. So there's should be less players out uh, coming up with the playoffs with the Cowboys clinching their playoff spot last night with the 49ers losing. Um, and then mm-hmm. you have more games today, Cleveland and Green Bay, Indianapolis, Arizona, and then the Cowboys playing tomorrow. It's, it's a lot of, uh, craziness going on but kind of fun anxiousness because you kind of yeah we know the Cowboys are going to get get in there or they're already in but we pretty much know they're going to win the NFC East uh yes yeah. it's just kind of some crazy yeah, injuries or I you know Philadelphia wins out and Dallas loses out or something crazy like that but it's kind of interesting because you know they they play their cards right they probably going to be in the two seed maybe even catch that one seed yeah yeah hopefully they can um you know just keep it going because um i I looked at green bay's schedule and you know they have some losable games you know and um you know if they can get to that one seed get that by because your chances to get to the super bowl are you know skyrocket when you get that by so um it's just them keeping keeping pace and you know with the Cowboys schedule Arizona doesn't really scare me especially with, without DeAndre Hopkins um, yeah and and we'll see today how they do but uh yeah I'm the same way that's that's a very winnable game 
uh, compared. Yeah. To, I, mean, I think that may be the worst. Uh, where, where are their records right now? Eleven and four, ten and four, ten and four. Yeah, their worst ten and four team right now. Yeah, they're uh, they're trending trending in the wrong direction for sure. And then um, I I don't have the Cowboys schedule in front of me. Who who do they finish uh, they the season play, with? They play they uh, play football team. They play the Cardinals and they play the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. They finish with the Eagles. Yeah, so I'm not really scared of the Eagles as well. So it's um, you know, all that you know, all I gotta do is just keep going. I, I hope the offense just catches their stride because I mean, you know, they're but at this point getting carried by the defense in my eyes. Um, the offense is not like horrible, but it's definitely not what it was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it's kind of comforting knowing maybe at the beginning of the year they were outplaying their talent. Uh, right. But I, I don't suspect that how bad they've been playing or who they are somewhere in the middle. And whether it's hey we're we're just kind of coasting or not giving up our playbook, whatever kind of conspiracy type theory you want to believe, right. uh, they have a few weeks to figure it out with very uh, I wasn't gonna say easy defenses. Obviously with with Washington and Philadelphia, maybe Arizona doesn't have a great defense. So, no. uh, and I'm not too worried if. Uh, you know, the Cowboys defense isn't as shut down as they've been all year. Just, you know, be consistent. Uh, Cause obviously they haven't faced, uh, well, they faced Tom Brady in week one, but this defense as it is, hasn't faced uh, what you're going to have to face to make a Super Bowl run, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, And it's, you know, whatever the defense shows, unless there's injuries or just complete, there's complete, uh, completely forget how to play the game. I'm not worried. I just want the offense to gain some stride and kind of get some momentum going, which is weird to say when they've won three straight games. This may be the weirdest, most, yeah. I won't say concerning, but confusing three-game winning streak I've ever seen the Cowboys on. <laughs> yeah, like, it's. I, I try not to stress too much. I mean, they won three road games, uh, you know, pretty convincingly for the most part. Exactly. Three, three games on the road, uh, Two of them were double-digit wins, and, and Washington yeah. should have been. But they had they yeah. had double-digit leads on the road all three games and won them. And we're sitting here like I, I don't know what they can do. Yeah, I, I I don't I'm I try not to I try to take all the wins and um you know be happy about them, not complain too much. Um, <laughs> so you know I'm not trying yeah, to. I'm try- this isn't college yeah. football. Wins a win. Yeah, exactly. I'm it's uh, especially in the NFL, so it's like it's not. Um, I'm not trying to be too overcritical, um, but you know, it's it's just it's just me being a, a fan and you know, knowing what the Cowboys are capable of in in both ways. As far as like, oh, you know, the Cowboys can go in and lose first round, which they have, you know, my whole life, or you know, I you know my I feel like they have the potential, especially with the defense playing the way they are, to you know make to the Super Bowl. So, you know, it's it's just me being a, a overcritical fan. Yeah, and uh, next week, once it starts clearing up more, we'll, we'll uh, discuss seeding and how that works. Because luckily, even though you know, the Cowboys lost three or four games uh, last month, mm-hmm. they lost them to AFC teams, which a right. loss is a loss, but that's about it. When you go to tiebreakers, a, a loss to an AFC, AFC team, uh, when you're an NFC team, doesn't hurt as much as losing to an NFC team. And, and right now with how tiebreakers are working, yes, 
they have the tiebreaker over Tampa Bay if you're in a three or four way team tie. Head-to-head, if it's just Tampa Bay and Dallas with the same record, Tampa Bay gets gets the nod. But because mm-hmm. you have Arizona in there, you have uh, the Rams, I think, have the same record. Or do they have an extra? No, yeah, they play, they play Ram- Tuesday night, so they're, they have the same record as well. Yeah. We don't even need – I mean, to get the one seed, we need Green Bay to lose a game, which even then, no matter what, Dallas, as it stands now, Dallas has all the tiebreakers if you have a multi-team, more than two-team tie over all these teams because they've only lost one NFC game, we, yeah. which is, is weird to think about. They have tiebreakers over everybody when you're if you bunch them all together. But yeah. to get the two-seed, yes, the Cowboys need to win out. Uh, not guaranteed. I mean, not they don't have to win out to get, but you have to worry about other teams losing. But if they just win out, they just uh, uh, and Tampa Bay wins out. You just need Arizona. Well, we just can't have Arizona because you play Arizona. But you would need uh, the Rams to win out or something. So you don't necessarily have to worry about other teams losing to get the two seed, but you do need a three way tie. Uh, uh, if we're talking about Tampa Bay. Now, mm-hmm. if Tampa Bay loses and you're talking about Green Bay, Arizona, L.A., just head-to-head, like forget three-way ties, uh, Dallas will get the nod there because they haven't played them. So there's no head-to-head matchup. So it will uh, resort it will go straight to, record. to NFC yeah. record. And if I'm yeah. wrong about that, somebody comment and tell me. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, yeah. however you want to comment, let me know. Yeah. I, I, you know, in this political day and age, lots of people don't like to hear they're wrong. If I'm wrong, I want to hear I'm wrong because I don't want to be talking up here like a, an idiot. Uh, right. If there's yeah, some not... weird tiebreaker that trumps that in some search situation. Um, the fact that we're talking about tiebreakers in this sense is, is pretty exciting. Yeah. And that means there's a lot of good talent in the NF, uh, NFC. Um, it's so many, so many great teams. I, I mean, I, I think it's just way better than the AFC, like as well this year, anyways. Because I, I've always kind of thought the AFC was fairly top heavy. Yeah. Um, uh, the NFC has always had, you know, the Saints. Um, the Eagles will have, you know, a pretty good team. Um, always have the Packers. Um, and they're know, hard uh, to beat, even in down seasons. Seahawks, most of the time, yeah. these teams are hard to beat. Like yeah, I wouldn't want Seahawks, to play a game against the Seahawks. Exactly. Yeah, so right it's down. like, yeah, so and the Seahawks are always in it, so it's you just never know uh, like what year, but um, you yeah, know, it's, especially it's, the ex- the extended weeks. There's only three, maybe after last night, maybe four teams now that uh, can't make the playoffs, which is weird. Seattle's still in it technically, but right now, if you told me you get to play Arizona or Seattle, I'll take Arizona because Seattle's yeah. always been kind of one of those weird teams where they know. You know they have an experienced quarterback. They have decent players on their team. Yeah, uh, experienced coach. You you never know. You know that's a hard a hard team to beat even in the down season. Yeah, and uh, you know I I'm a believer in Russ. Like I I, I like Russell Wilson. He's a um he's always been great. He's always been consistent. Um, this it's just a bad. I I feel like this is kind of just a bad year. I, I think he's still affected by that. Uh, broken hand that he had but um you know it's i i would i mean i would like to play the seahawks because dak um i'm, I'm not sure what his record is i has i think he's lost to the seahawks once yeah, i know uh, not beat, last year the year before uh, yeah, yeah he beat them yeah. in the playoffs and they lost i want to say it was like a 38 30 or 28 20 like it yeah, seemed yeah. like a close game but they were getting blown out uh, yeah. early on but that was in seattle too 
Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm just I just can't wait for everything to check out and see you know where they fall and just I'm just ready to get to the playoffs at this point. Yeah, because at this point, I mean, they're pretty much they're gonna win the NFC East. Uh, yeah. But they could be a one seed. They could be a four seed. Anywhere in between. There's not a team right now outside of the Packers and I guess Tampa Bay. They hadn't technically clinched their division yet. But outside of those two teams, everybody else is up for grabs on who you could face in the first round. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be interesting, and hopefully after this week that will clear a lot up. You'll you'll take a few more teams. We'll probably get eliminated from the playoffs, and then we'll kind of go over. Maybe next uh, episode we'll power rank what teams we would like to see in the first round. Oh, yeah. Yep, sounds good. All right. Uh, and before we get to power ranking the best sports movies, in our opinions of all time, mm-hmm. just want to quickly talk about Capper's Collective. You know, we already mentioned with COVID right now, you don't know who's playing, who might be called out at the last minute, especially these Christmas Day games. There's a lot of money going around if you're if you're a gambler and putting money on some of these games. It's hard to, uh, unless you're, you know, a capper or somebody who's real in the know right now, it's hard to really understand what's happening with these teams. And, and like, you know, when you talk about Vegas changing points a few weeks ago, when before Dak was officially out for that Halloween night game, but they knew, they knew it was going to happen. So there's a lot of guys in the know. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when you want to bet on games, it's better to have that person. And Capper's Collective, that's a free sports gambling newsletter delivered to your email inbox every Thursday morning. You can find the most important sports gambling trends, insights, and the most profitable cappers to follow in the world in this weekly newsletter. Just go to cappers-collective.com to subscribe for free. We'll have all that information in the description box below. And don't miss this opportunity to deepen your wallet today. Now, like we said, you know, obviously, especially, you know, if you're listening to this now on Christmas, this Christmas weekend, that's a big time where everyone's talking about movies and we're not going to bog you down with best Christmas movies of all time or what we think are the best Christmas movies of all time. We're a sports podcast, so let's talk about the best sports movies of all time. And I know you and I both on our own with our own opinions came up with, or I came up with the top five. I know usually you might throw in a couple more there, honorable mission, honorable mentions, but yeah. we're, we're going to count down um, our top five favorite. That's what I say. Not best, but favorite sports movies of all time, because I know this is going to be a controversial topic and <laughs> I'm entitled to my own opinion as everybody else is. I can only uh, talk from my experience so these are going to be mine, and I guess those – I don't know if you picked your favorite or did research and figure it out, most liked sports oh, movies or whatever. I, I just picked – I kind of I just kind of picked my favorites. Um, but they're – you know, they're also, you know, you know fairly really good movies. So um, – Yeah, yeah. I guarantee my top five is probably in every, most people's top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, at, I think at least three of mine will be in, the, in most people's um, – but I, I do have quite a few um, honorable mentions because there's so many great sports movies out there. And I didn't want to, like, I guess, not mention some. But um, you want to do you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, you can go ahead and start. And if you mention any that are on my list, I'll go ahead and say, yeah, I had that as my number whatever. OK, so, yeah, um, 
So number five, I have any given Sunday, just because mm-hmm. um, you know it's just a. It was like one of the first sports movies, like one of, uh, that I you know watched, and it was uh, it was just a really like it was just a really good movie. Like it was just intense. Um, you know, Jamie Foxx played it. You know, played that role really well. Uh, number four, um, this is probably the the first sports movie I have. That I watched and it was um, uh, the Sandlot, mm, yeah. and I, I should count it. But I mean, I, I I knew it was a sports movie, but you know, when people people think of like a team sport movie or like a boxing movie or something like that, but you know, the Sandlot that was just you know so so, so many quotables. Um, it's hilarious. I, I I still watch it to this day and laugh. Like uh, that's one watch- thing too. The quotes that come out of it that really makes a movie. Uh, yeah. More than anything, when you can quote something, and and I don't even know that my wife's really sat down and watched The Sandlot just full through. She mm-hmm. might have seen it in passing at some point, but I can quote that movie, and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and they got the T-shirts, you know, "You're Killing Me, Smalls," uh, the the great Bambinos, like you know, it's just so so many quotes from that movie, and I you know I can I can watch that movie all day. Yeah, it's like it's hilarious. Um, let's see, number three. And and these two kind of flip flop. Um, I'm I'm gonna put Coach Carter at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a great movie. You know, it's um, great. You know, not great, not great plot, but um, well, you could say great plot, uh, even though it's based on a true story. Um, you know, it was just an amazing movie. Um, you know, the way everybody came together. Um, you know, even they even though they lost. But uh, it was just a, you know, it was a great movie. Um, number two, I remember the Titans, and um, also a movie with so many quotes. A great movie, um, uh, based based around football, you know, high school football, and and it's just one of those movies that I can watch. I don't know if I could watch it all day, every day, but whenever it comes on, I watch it. Yeah, uh, it's just a, you know, it's just a really good movie. Uh, and number one, you know, for me personally, is uh, Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so relatable. It's just like a, you know, a movie that I like. I felt, especially at the end, like it was just one of those things where I felt I can also quote that movie. You know, I can back and forth. You know, from the beginning to end, I can quote that movie. Um, great movie. It kind of hit home, especially like you know Texas high school football and. Um, you know, playoff time and everything. So um, it's definitely one. It's definitely to me probably the best sports movie of all time. Yeah, and you mentioned you were talking about even though they lost two of those movies, they've lost. They lost, and it was right. you know. And I even have one. It's not you know my top five is you know, we did not match any any movies, which is pretty good. Uh, and one of mine has the uh, the final without giving away i'll just go down and we'll talk about they lose as well uh this was not intentional but all five of my movies are five separate sports so if you're listening and i mention one that is the same sports as your favorite movie to any of our listeners uh and it's not the same you know it's not on the list but Mm -hmm. uh you know number five and number one i have is number five and number one and then the three in the middle i feel i could you know it, it was hard for me i moved them a few times yeah it was definitely tough. But number five is Miracle. 
yep, that's, uh, that's hockey. My, <laughs> that's and, my first mention. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard for a lot of people because if you don't understand the rules, I get that with with soccer a lot. People like, well, I like, so I, I wish I'd like soccer, but it's it's pretty boring. It's not really, if, you know, because I commentated for a couple of years on a minor league soccer, soccer team. Once you learn the rules, it's really exciting. It's one of the most exciting sports. I still pick football above it. But hockey's kind of that. There's a lot of tech, technicals in this movie. Or if you're not mm-hmm. really familiar with hockey, it's hard to get into sometimes. Um, especially okay. in the in the game where they're the you know they they play. I guess it's the Soviet Union at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. There's it keeps switching back from the actors to the real game uh, in real life. And there, there's a yeah, lot that's happening where you're just listening to the commentator. You're listening to Al Michaels and watching the game. So there's not a whole lot if you don't understand hockey. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't fault people for not maybe liking this movie, but you can't not like the final five minutes of the movie when, when they yeah. score the goal to go ahead and they have Mike Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? And, and that part, that's, you know, that's kind of my thing for, to have a sports movie. It has to be an inspirational movie. Right. In, yeah. in my thing. Uh, number yeah. four, I have Rudy. There's my, that's my football one. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's hard. Like I'm a Longhorns fan. I don't necessarily hate Notre Dame. Uh, they're kind of annoying sometimes. That's probably what everyone thinks about the Longhorns. And, if, yeah. if you're not a rival, you're just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of annoying, uh, which I get. But it, it's a really great movie. You could really put in just about any school in that story. It just happened to be Notre Dame in real life. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of resilience and coming back and getting beaten down. And even though I know exactly what's going to happen, it's still – I still watch it and want to watch that last game where he ends up getting the sack on the final play. And right. uh, it's, that's an inspirational movie. Uh, so like you said, number two and three, these really could be interchangeable, but I will go with Rocky number three. That's the one where he loses in the end. That's what I was talking yeah. about, but uh, I'll throw in the whole series really. Uh, yeah. Because out, after Rocky two, it does kind of get ridiculous in your storylines, but there's still a lot of good parts. Uh, right, yeah. Rocky, Rocky Four is is a pretty ridiculous movie, but him beating uh, the Russian and you know it's it's fun to uh, fun to imagine. Every single Rocky movie, even into the Creed movies, has certain parts that are good, but just yeah. in general, Rocky Rocky Two would throw whichever Rocky you want in there. That's yeah. uh, that's in my top five. Yeah. Uh, number two is Field of Dreams. Okay, yeah. Um, and Kevin Costner's in a lot of movies you could have put on this, uh, Bull Durham, For Love of the Game. But Field of Dreams, it's one of those that my, my wife doesn't even generally like sports, but she'll sit down and watch this movie. It, right. It's good. It's it's weird to say that it's relatable, even though it's it's you know supernatural and kind of crazy. But uh, they go through a lot of things with financial stuff and you know having to make decisions and dealing with family. And it, those parts of it are relatable. No, it's just a, a damn good movie. Yeah, especially when you're talking about quotes, you know, the whole speech, uh, James Earl Jones speech is, you know, up there in you know, not even just sports movies, but quotes or speeches, but just in in cinematic history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and my number one is I I know a lot of people are not going to like it because of the era it was made in. So it's probably not as. Uh, action, not, not as much stuff going on. It's probably pretty boring, which I sometimes get on certain parts of it. But uh, my favorite sports movie of all time is Hoosiers. Okay. Yeah. It, it, you know, it yeah. takes, you know, it was made in the 80s, it takes place in the 50s. So it's, 
movies were different, you know, and you have to deal with a lot of, a lot of weird things. Like that's what they do. You know, uh, how that one kid, Ollie shoots his free throws under, you know, we call it great shot kind of joking around, but that's how how some people did that in the fifties. And then yeah, very, uh, shot like that too. And shot like 90%. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And, uh, Again, movies in the '80s aren't aren't you know our attention spans are so short now. We have to make movies, uh, you know, crazy things happening, loud, great speeches, and, and there was all, obviously a great speech, a couple of great speeches in that movie. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot that goes on, and and I'm not sure why that turns out to be my favorite movie. It just always has been since high school yeah. when I played basketball. Um, yeah, but that yeah, that's that's my number one movie is Hoosiers. So go to your yeah. honorable mentions. <laughs> Great list. That's a great list. Uh, all I put all the Rockies in my um as a group, so that's good that you said you know mentioned all of them. I put you know pretty much all of them because they are they're all in a sense kind of like the same, but they aren't, but they are you know. So it's like uh you know I put them all there because they're all great. They have you know the Rocky theme song is just is like a staple yeah. in in life you know. Um, and then I had um, Hardball. In my, Ooh, that's a good one. Hardball's a yeah, good one. Yeah, I put hardball. I put um, hardball is a different is a is a hard one to put in there in your top five because it's it's a rough movie and, and yeah, rough. Yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely rough. there's a lot of funny things. It's not exactly a family movie, although it, I mean it's yeah. not in, crazy inappropriate or anything. But I uh, I understand why some people may not have that in their top top five movies. Yeah, it's just a movie that I, you know, like it's it's not top five, but I, I, you know, I, it was a good movie, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, it's a lot of like I had a lot of boxing movies in my. I had, um, Million Dollar Baby and yeah. Ali, both of those. So um, I think that's where I ended it. Oh, and um, have you ever seen the program? I have. Yeah, that is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was that rounded out my. Um, honorable mention i'm sure i missed plenty but uh those were like the ones i was you know just kind of thinking about and i just you know typed yeah and like i had mentioned bull durham for love of the game um i like draft day but that's one of those that's really technical too so if you're not into football or understanding the front office part of it eh, some of it can kind of go over your head you know the 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 spectacles and trying to build up the trades like i'm going to trade you this for this you know, yes, if you don't understand. understand how the draft works, it can go over your head. I'm going to trade yeah. you this another third round pick. You know, it's uh, it, it can get technical. That's why I didn't. I don't know that that would have been in my top five, but it definitely wasn't even consideration for that purpose. But it's a really good movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. And um, you know, I had Friday Night Lights uh, up there as okay. well. The, you know, there's there's a a lot of movies you mm-hmm. can put in there and. Yeah. And my speculate or my uh, rules, obviously, it would have to be a rule where that was that I had to have seen the movie. So there are a lot of sports movies I've I've never seen. So if right. you're sitting here, you know, banging your phone or computer or whatever, thinking <laughs> these guys are idiots. Yeah, you know, maybe I didn't see it. I don't know. Calm, it, say whatever you want. You can criticize us. That's fine. We we like the feedback. But the rule is, if you're going to criticize us, put your top five in there as well. Go ahead and tell us what your yeah. top five team uh, sports movies are uh, of all time. Yeah, I was looking at this list and um, not mine, but I just looked at a list, I, and it says Raging Bull is the number the best on this. Um, on this. that wasn't my favorite. Uh, it yeah. took me a while I mean, to I, see the whole thing. That's that's I've one never of those. Seen it. 
Yeah. I, I'd suggest seeing it. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Uh, it was one of it, those where I've kind of seen bits and pieces, and I'm like, I don't know why this is such a great movie. And then I finally sat down and watched the whole thing. I was like, oh, okay. I, you know, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, Raging Bull. I'm not, I, I don't even know if I've, I think I've, I've probably heard of it, but I've just never seen it. So if you saw, you know, if somebody explained the movie to you, or you saw pictures or, or scenes from it, you're probably like, oh, yeah, I know what that is, you know, whether you've seen it or not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. I like your list a lot. Yeah. I um um I love. I've seen Field of Dreams. It's it's pretty good. You know, it's it's a really good movie. I I, I like baseball movies, like the you know the old baseball movies. Um, those well, see, are you're talking. You know, I was saying movies that are real technical, which it kind of gets technical, but mm-hmm. they do a good job of. He's explaining a lot of stuff to his daughter or his yeah. wife. So he, it, it's like they give us an opportunity to explain to the audience. If you don't understand baseball, or at least not just baseball, if you don't follow older baseball, because he talks about a lot of players in the, the, the teens and twenties and thirties and right. understanding who they are. Uh, he does a good job of explaining that. And they put that in a movie in a way where they can explain it to the audience in an obvious way. Oh, he's explaining it to his daughter. That's, you know, so that's, that's why you don't really have to be a, a baseball junkie to really understand it. I feel to to fully appreciate it. It helps if you want, if you know if you've played baseball and like baseball. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's one of those where anybody th- is going to think it's a good movie. It's just kind of yeah. all in you know it's everything in life. What's your experience? What's your background? What uh, what did you grow up loving or hating or whatever? So that you know that's what goes in a lot of these. And I'm sure there's lots of people that don't even have our top five, any of our top five movies in their top yeah. five. Yeah. And that's yeah. what makes it so fun and controversial to talk about. If everybody loved the same movies, it wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be doing an episode on it right now. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's any consistent, like consistent, like um, movie that's in everyone's top five, you know, to it, like, to me, it would be different for someone else. So um, it's, it's all good fun. And it's all, you know, just a great debate. Yeah, and we, uh, it's funny, my wife just texted me and sent me a picture. Do you, uh, well, you don't have any, any little kids, so I was like, we do, this is our first year doing Elf on the Shelf. Uh huh. And she just sent me a picture. Uh, do you watch any of the Avengers movies? Oh, uh, yeah. I, so I, 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 it, it was, uh, they, they took a Thanos doll and set it up and then put the Elf on the Shelf, the Elf's hat down, and he was just like sugar, like dusted. <laughs> you know, I thought that was pretty. Yeah. I just looked at that. Thought I'd talk about that since we're talking about yeah. movies. Um, yeah. This actually took a lot less time than I thought. So, real quick, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Just one top. Home Alone. Home Alone. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter which one. Just all of them. Well, uh, the first two, anyways. Yeah, I, I don't like. I only like the first one. Like the second one was okay, but it kind of gets like okay, like why. You, when you why watch y'all? it as an adult, you're kind of like, this is kind of yeah. getting ridiculous as a kid. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Why, why are you leaving this kid? But, um, like, um, the first one is is hilarious. It's, um, you know, it's kind of like the, I, don't, I wouldn't say like the perfect movie. And people, like, some people are going to say it's not even a Christmas movie. But, I mean, I mean, it is. Oh, it's my like, gosh. It's a- That's not even a debate. I mean, I'll give you Die Hard, which, you know. We might lose a lot of listeners off this. I admit, I just watched Die Hard for the first time ever this morning. Wow! And and I'll say, yeah, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I'll I'll, I'll allow that. I'm not going to argue. If you say it's not, I'm I'm going to say, okay, that's your opinion. Home Alone, though, 
Home Alone's a Christmas movie. How is yeah, it exactly. not a Christmas movie? It exactly. starts off to, with Christmas type music and yeah, yeah. yeah but... I um I was on I was on uh, Twitter a couple days ago arguing about it because uh, <laughs> one of my one of my <laughs> one of my followers said um, it's not like a Christmas movie and um you know this and that I'm like okay that, that doesn't make any sense but um you know Home Alone is definitely I love Home Alone. What about uh, what about you? What's your favorite? Uh, well, I'll comment on Home Alone. It's It's got to be a Christmas movie. Every sequel they've made, it's on Christmas. It's not just one that, oh, it happens to take place on Christmas. Like, no, it, yeah. I, I mean, uh, no, no spoiler. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I just, you know, last weekend I watched the new Spider-Man movie and mm-hmm. it takes place during Christmas. It has Christmas music playing where you can tell, uh, that's not a Christmas movie. Because right. it has nothing no. to, it just happens. Home Alone, everything's just, set around Christmas. Uh, the guys are robbing houses because it's Christmas. Everyone's out of town or whatever. Yeah, yeah robbing a toy store in toy, in, uh, the second one. Uh, but yeah, and, and I kind of like Home Alone 4, not in a it's a good movie type way, but I we happened to buy that DVD or VHS or whatever it was when I was a kid and I watched it a bunch. I'm sure if I watched it now, it'd be pretty ridiculous, but that's just kind of a sentimental type thing. But no, that's not my number one. Don't worry. Uh, I really yeah. like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And, okay. Yeah. And I think was, it just maybe a few years ago was my favorite movie. That's uh, a, that movie is funny. Yeah, I like that movie. And, and I think it's all relatable. Like I, I before I never liked it. I couldn't, re- but now I can relate with Clark Griswold because I have my own family. I put Christmas lights up. You know, um, you know, it's it's very relatable. And I've probably watched that three or four times this this year already. Uh, yeah, and that's... a Christmas story kind of gets a nod because that was my dad's favorite movie. And, you know, okay. it, it, I can't watch it on repeat when they do it Christmas Eve through Christmas, you know, 24 hours of Christmas story. It takes forever. Yeah. It's like, yeah it's, but it's, I'll, it's... I'll, I'll watch, you know, I'll watch oh, it one time. Yeah. That's a good movie too. Yeah. It's, it's one of those like nostalgic type movies. Like it's like, um, not a movie I would watch all the time or anything like no, that. But. No, but but you're like, hey, I got to get this in it, it, before yeah. Christmas is over, type. Yeah. And that's what I usually wait for Christmas Eve. Like, okay, it's on TBS. I know it's. I'll just go watch it real quick. Kind of maybe in the background, maybe not just sit down and focus on it all the whole time. Yeah. But kind of, you know, you have <laughs> music or movies in the background. That's that's kind of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, background movie. All right, real quick before we end this, predict the. the who wins in the score of the Cowboys game tomorrow against a football team? Um, I'm gonna go 27-10 Cowboys. Okay, that's... actually, uh, yeah, I know my bad. I'm gonna go 24-10 Cowboys because they're gonna miss a field goal. <laughs> well, now that you say that, I was gonna go 31-13. I'll go 30-13. Yeah, they'll miss an extra yeah. point. Uh, I think their offense sort of gets back on track where, okay, that's better. I don't think they blow them out uh, like they did in Atlanta. And I think the defense plays great. Micah gets another sack, Uh, maybe digs another interception, but uh, I think it's, it's shut down game. And the only reason they score 13 is garbage time touchdown at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think Terry McLaurin probably gets one maybe, but I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it, them, you know, making it'll be it'll be like one of those games where the Cowboys have it in hand. You, you're not really worried, um, you know, the Eagles, I mean, not the Eagles, the uh, football team, they're fighting. But, um, you know, I think they'll pull it off. Yep. 
that, that's, what, that's what I'm hoping anyways. Let's just go ahead and end it, win the division, not give any Eagles a chance. Um, right. Well, that's it for this episode. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, and thank you for listening.